and welcome to Avid Travel with Britton Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britton Frost. And with Thanksgiving upon us, I think that we should talk about holiday cruises. Um, I think that most of the time when we think about holiday cruises, we think about Christmas markets cruises in Europe. If we think of anything at all, that's probably what we think about, um, which we are going to spend a large chunk of today talking about. But I do want to talk about some of the other experiences that you can have um, over Thanksgiving on the U.S. rivers and then also a cruise that an ocean cruise that I did over Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. So we will talk about all of that today. But before we get into it, um, we did a whole podcast episode. It hasn't come out yet of everyone at Trav Market Media saying, you know, what they were thankful for this year and just happy Thanksgiving. And in my segment, I mentioned, you know, how grateful I am for all of you who have listened and how thankful I am for the opportunity to do this podcast. Because for me, I I live by myself and my life can get pretty lonely sometimes. And I'm, I'm usually fine with that, but it feels nice to just be able to sit down and record and record interviews. Next week, we're going to have Christine Karst from Alma Waterways on and just being able to sit down and talk to people and talk, you know, even if I'm doing this by myself, talking to you all, um, I'm really grateful for that opportunity. So this year I am thankful for many, many things. I just moved home closer to my family and, you know, but I, I am very thankful for all of you as well and for the opportunity to be a part of the Trav Market Media Podcast Network. And, you know, just while we're talking about it, if you haven't listened to any of the other podcasts on the network, I would really suggest that you do that because there are a lot of really good ones. I know that mine is specific to cruising, which might be what people are interested in, but, you know, even listening to podcasts that aren't about cruising you can learn so much about certain destinations. And so it can really help with cruise knowledge as well, even if you are a specialist in, in cruising. Okay. Anyway, so speaking of cruising, let's get to cruising. Cause that's what I want to talk about today. Um, I'm going to talk quickly first, just about my holiday experience on an ocean cruise, because I feel like we always end up talking about river cruises a little bit more than ocean cruises. Um, just uh, river cruising is more of a specialty of mine. Um, which is why that ends up happening, but I am hoping to get some more ocean content out soon. Anyway, doesn't matter. Let's talk about my cruise experience on Royal Caribbean's Allure of the Seas during Thanksgiving. Now, this trip was a press trip, full disclosure, so I can't really speak to what a normal cruise during Thanksgiving time would be like. I I assume that across the board on ocean cruises, you know, there might be some sort of special dinner or menu for Thanksgiving, maybe an event, a Thanksgiving event, you know, it might be a formal night. It just depends on which cruise line you're on. But, um, you know, Thanksgiving, there is not as much, (laughs) as much to do as at Christmas with Christmas markets and things like that. So, you're really just kind of looking at one day instead of the whole sailing being a theme sailing. Now, I do remember that on my cruise on Thanksgiving, I was really eager to sit with a bunch of other people because I really, when I was a kid, for some reason, I think when I went on the Allure of the Seas, I was 15 or 16. And as a 
as a child, young teenager, I was very interested in sitting in large groups of people and really having this quintessential cruise dining experience that I was used to having where I would meet people and talk to them and maybe I was sitting at dinner with the same people every night and that was something that I always really appreciated but I remember that my dad and my brother who were on the trip with me were like no let's just sit you know, just us. And we did. And we had our little Thanksgiving dinner aboard Royal Caribbean's Allure of the Seas, as I said. And it was just a really memorable Thanksgiving. Um, Of course, it was different than being home, but it was a really good experience. And I think that, you know, for families, it's really easy to be able to go onto a ship and kind of have your children be entertained and have someone else cook for you and and it kind of takes the pressure off of the holidays so that could be a good option for someone who wants to try something new and now I know that there are a lot of a lot of traditionalists who would prefer to stay home and cook their own turkey and I think that that is absolutely okay as well Um, but I think that the Thanksgiving experience on board of a ship is one that is unique and um I I thought it was really fun and I would be curious and interested to do it again, especially now that I'm a little bit older. Uh, We're going to hear a word from our sponsors and then I will be back to talk about a couple of more Thanksgiving options. So of course in Europe we have um, holiday cruises. We have Christmas market cruises. As I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, that is probably what you think first when you hear holiday cruises. But I do want to talk a little bit about the Thanksgiving cruises offered by American Cruise Lines. So there is a cruise that goes from Charleston, South Carolina to Amelia Island, Florida. One that goes from Memphis, Tennessee to New Orleans, Louisiana. One that goes from Jacksonville, Florida round trip, Amelia Island. And then one that goes from Baltimore to Amelia Island. So there are a lot of Thanksgiving options um, on American Cruise Lines. They range from eight days to 15 days. That uh, inland passage cruise from Baltimore to Florida, that one is 15 days, so 14 nights. Um, And still, you know, it starts at about $7,000 per person. Um, So for a 15-night cruise, or day cruise, excuse me, that seems pretty reasonable. Um, There's a holiday-inspired cocktail reception, uh, and then Thanksgiving feast, you know, with turkey and potatoes and cranberry sauce and stuffing, like I was talking about on the oceans. So the thing about these Thanksgiving cruises is that they are not really going to be decked out as much I don't think as the Christmas market cruises because Thanksgiving is one day and Christmas I mean I I don't know about you but even as far as like personally I don't decorate for Thanksgiving like I do for Christmas I might set the table and put on a nice outfit but I'm definitely not decking my house out and putting up trees and things to celebrate Thanksgiving. So I think that just makes sense. Um, So then as far as Christmas cruises on American Cruise Lines, you will get that Christmas experience with the festive decor and holiday inspired meals, music, and then also the enrichment onshore might be Christmas focused as well. Um, There are quite a few options. There is a New Orleans, Louisiana round trip, a Charleston, South Carolina to Amelia Island, Florida cruise, 
and then one again round trip from Jacksonville. And then there is one round trip from Baltimore as well. So I'm not going to go into too much detail. I mean, we know very much what the holidays are like around the United States. Um, and so, you know, you can, you can imagine there will be nice shops to, to stop at. There will be Christmas stories. There will be a festive atmosphere. Um, and so that's a, those are good options for travelers and those run, uh, through December and some of them even as early as November. Um, so it's a good it's a good place to look if you're looking to try something new for the holidays. And the thing about the Christmas cruises that I appreciate is that, you know, for a Thanksgiving cruise, you would have to be on the ship for Thanksgiving. But for Christmas cruises, those have a longer season. Um, and so even when you're looking at the Christmas markets in Europe, those those run past Christmas through January, you know, the beginning of the new year. But I will say that the Christmas markets are not open uh, after Christmas. So that is something to note if you're going to take a Christmas market cruise in Europe. But let's talk about those Christmas market cruises and where they go and 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 what they are and what what the draw is of the of the Christmas market cruises. So the Christmas markets in Europe open at the end of November usually and then they're open until a day or two before Christmas, typically. Um, but the thing that's so special about these sailings is that you get to go into these markets. And something that I love about traveling in Europe is these outdoor markets. When I go to, to Denmark, to Copenhagen, I feel like I always end up at some sort of outdoor market. And in many cities in Europe, you end up running into these markets, but there is nothing that compares to going to these markets at Christmas time when things are lit up so beautifully, when things are decorated, these wooden stalls that are so beautiful and just charming. And then, you know, all of the smells of the holidays, he's smelling spices and things like that. And then also just, I, I mean decorations. It's a good place to buy souvenirs. I remember I was on a Christmas markets cruise with Alma Waterways and they had a glass blower come on board and show us how to make glass ornaments. And that's pretty, you can do excursions where you do things like that and go to look at ornaments and, and things like that. Um, but it is just a really, really cool and unique experience. So I wrote an article last year about the Christmas market cruises for 2020. Now, of course, we're looking to 2021, but these itineraries are pretty much the same. So we're going to talk about, you know, the major players, the people that I always talk about and where their, where their Christmas cruises go and what you can kind of expect from them. Um, where you're going to stop. So Ama Waterways has four week-long Christmas market itineraries and three sail on the Danube and one sail on the Rhine. So though three of the itineraries take place on the Danube, they do have different ports visited. So that's how they, um, 
that's how they differ. And I know that a couple weeks ago on a podcast, I talked about Ama Magna, which is their new ship. And they will have a Magna on the Danube itinerary on Ama Magna, which is that double wide ship that has triple and quad occupancy cabins. So if you're looking to take a family, I think that that would be a really good option for a Christmas markets cruise. And there are overnights in both Budapest and in Vilshofen, which is where you'll end your cruise. Um, and then, of course, there's one on the Rhine that goes from Amsterdam to Basel. And that is the cruise that I did on AMA, which was the Rhine. Um, we ended in Amsterdam and it was a it was an amazing trip. I mean, being in Amsterdam, it was we actually ended up cruising. We started and then we ended over New Year's. And so being there during that time and really seeing people in the Christmas spirit and then going into New Year's. It was just, it was, it was a really amazing experience, although it was very cold, I will say. Um, so they have four, four itineraries. Avalon is next and Avalon has quite a few itineraries. I'm not going to go into all of them actually, because there are so many, but the longest journey is from Budapest to Basel. Switzerland, and it visits Hungary, Austria, Germany, France, and Switzerland, many, many stops. Um, So that's a long one. But then they also have these short sailings. They have a taste of the Danube cruise, which is four days, and you'll visit Budapest, Bratislava, Melk, Vienna, And then you'll have this shorter Christmas markets cruise. So the thing that I really like about these cruises, and we talked about this on the podcast when we interviewed Mike as well, is that these shorter cruises kind of allow you to have a little bit of a taste of what it's like to cruise. And if you're going over for another reason, you could add that on either before or after your cruise to to see if if cruising is for you. Um, So there are many, many cruises offered by Avalon, mostly on the Danube, actually only on the Danube and on the Rhine as well. We won't get to the Seine for a little while, but there are a few Christmas market cruises on the Seine as well. So Crystal River Cruises has quite a few itineraries as well. Um, Most of them are seven nights and with one being 10 nights and those are on the Rhine and the Danube as well. Um, So you'll see most of these itineraries. I'm just going through to kind of show you who offers what where, but most of these itineraries are going to be on the Rhine and the Danube because those are where the majority of these markets are. But, But now we go to Uniworld and Uniworld has a Parisian Royal Holidays trip which is eight days and that is round trip from Paris so that is different than a lot of the other cruises that we've seen Um, and then they also do have the Rhine the Danube um, ones as well and then they have a Christmas and New Year's cruise which is 13 days and that itinerary is usually only eight days but it adds a couple of extra overnights so that you can really stretch those 13 days from Christmas to New Year's and have that full experience. So that includes four overnights, um, one in Nuremberg, one in Regensburg, one in Vienna, and one in Budapest. And then they also have a Christmas and New Year's cruise that's 11 days. um, And that one adds a couple of 
overnights as well. So you'll have an overnight in Passau, an overnight in Vienna and an overnight in Budapest. So it is important to look at that too, is, you know, who has kind of stretched their itineraries to give more time overnight, who gives to give more time to see these markets, to give more time for whatever it may be. Um, so Uniworld does take a unique approach to that. I think, um, they, they do, something different than some of the other cruise lines. Uh, Viking has four, four itineraries, um, one on the Danube or two on the Danube, one on the Rhine. And then they have one from Paris to Zurich. And so that will go on the Rhine, obviously, but you're going to, you're going to start in Paris, um, which is, you know, different. It's a twist. Uh, Tauk has a couple of itineraries. They have one on the Danube, one on the Rhine, and then they have one that goes from Brussels, Belgium to Amsterdam. Um, and then one thing that's unique about Tauk is that they have, and uh, other cruise companies have this as well, but this is the only one that's marketed as such that is on our list is that they have a holiday magic Danube family river cruise. So that one is one of their bridges program cruises, um, for, for children specifically for families specifically, uh, Scenic has a couple of itineraries, again, only on the Rhine and the Danube. Emerald Waterways has Christmas markets on the Rhine and the Danube. And then they also have one that's 15 days from Amsterdam to Budapest. And that itinerary is pretty popular in general uh, with my readers. A lot of people want to look at that longer cruise, the Amsterdam to Budapest cruise. A lot of cruise lines stopped doing it, actually. But... um yeah, so that's a good that's a good cruise for someone who's looking for a longer trip that wants to combine the Rhine and the Danube. Uh so so that's a good option. I mean, there are so many options on the Christmas cruises because they are so popular. And then Quasi Europe has quite a few Christmas markets cruises, and one thing that's different about them is that they're all shorter cruises, so either 4 or 5 days, and most of them go through France. So they have one on the Danube. They have multiple cruises that go through France. So they have Christmas markets in Alsace. That's four days, uh, five, and that's round trip from Strasbourg, uh, France. And then they have a five-day round trip from Strasbourg. And then they have another four-day round trip from Strasbourg. Uh, the Danube itineraries round trip from Vienna. So there are a lot of variation in these itineraries, even though... They all are focusing on the same thing. Um, and then lastly, I will talk about Riviera, who has a five-day round-trip cruise from Cologne, which, again, is not an itinerary that we see. And then they have a six-day round-trip from Budapest. So there are many, many, many Christmas market cruise options. And that is just going through, you know, the cruise companies that I talk about on every podcast, the ones that I have worked with, the ones that I know a lot about. Um, but there are so many options. And so I think that, you know, when we're looking at these Christmas market cruises, it's really important to, yes, understand what the Christmas markets are and if it's a good fit in that way, but then also to just be able to explain to our clients how many 
different options there are. I think doing a trip that's round trip is really a good experience. I like doing the round trip cruises because oftentimes they incorporate different ports than you might see otherwise. Whereas when you're stretching from one part of a river to another, you might be, you know, a long way, you might be picking up more, more ports that are further apart. But when you're doing a trip that's round trip, you can maybe explore smaller you know, areas that are closer together. I don't know if that makes sense, but I do think that oftentimes on those round trip itineraries, we do see different ports of call than we are used to. So there are many options. I think that the Rhine and the Danube, the Danube especially are are really the rivers that are famed for the Christmas markets, but it's important not to look, overlook France, those cruises that quasi Europe and Uniworld both offer. And you know, I think that it's, there, there are so many great options. I think it's a good idea to take a four day cruise to tack on to the end of a trip. I think it's an incredible idea to take one of the longer cruises, like the ones offered by Uniworld, where you can really stay on for the entire holiday season, pretty much. I mean, I guess Thanksgiving is also included, but just to be able to go from Christmas to New Year's and not have to worry about going from house to house and seeing people, I guess probably none of us are going to be worried about doing that this year anyway. But, you know, just to really be able to take in the holidays and sit back and relax and have people take care of you. I think that is really an important part of the holidays as well as just to be able to kind of chill. And I think that there's no better way to do that than on a river cruise where you have someone who's kind of attending to your needs at all times. That's part of being on what I love about being on a ship. You know, I like seeing the world, but I also just always feel like I'm being treated so well, um, which is just really nice and a really nice way to spend the holidays. And then if you don't want to be gone for Christmas, if you don't want to be thanks gone for Thanksgiving or for New Year's, there are those other options as well, where you could go at the beginning of December or at the end of November. Um, the most important thing about Christmas market cruises, and of course I'm waiting for the end to say, till the end to say this, is to make sure that you are looking at these cruises early, looking at them well in advance. Because they do book up. I had someone who messaged me last year in November looking to go on a Christmas cruise in December. And I don't think that she was able to book one because they were sold out across the board on every cruise line. So be proactive. Make sure that you're looking at these sailings when they go on sale and make sure that you're talking to people about them. And then, you know, if you are a consumer who's looking to book a cruise, to find a travel agent to book the cruise for you, make sure that you are jumping on those opportunities as early as you can. Um, So that is it for today as far as Christmas market cruises go. If anyone is interested, I can do a more in-depth episode talking about my Christmas market experience on the Rhine, but I think that it is important to just kind of look at what's offered And as I said, a lot of these podcasts, I'm just giving you all as resources so that you can say, oh, Uniworld offers this and AMA offers this and Riviera offers this and whoever else, Avalon offers this, Viking, so that you can just have kind of a foundation. Um, But if we want to get more experiential, we can do that as well. Uh, So you all just let me know what works best for you. And I will see you back next week with Christine Karst from AMA Waterways. I'm very excited for that. 
I hope that you all have a very happy Thanksgiving and I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you.